Hello everybody and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and today gonna start a two-part episode talking about evolution, atheism, and the Nintendo Wii. You know, all those things that go together so well. So the episode today that I will be reviewing is called Go God Go. And like I said in last or in the last episode, this is the first of a two-part episode. Um so obviously I think you know where this is going to go, but you never know. So Let's dive into this week's episode, Go God Go, which was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on November 1st, 2006. So just missed Halloween by one day. The episode begins with Cartman standing out front of the video game store waiting for the Nintendo Wii. However, the problem with waiting for the Nintendo Wii is that it's not coming out for another three weeks. So, Mrs. Cartman forces her son to go to school that day. Meanwhile, Mrs. Garrison is in the principal's office and absolutely refuses, refuses to teach her her class the the whole idea of evolution. So, Principal Victoria is like, "Well, you got to teach them how you know evolution." And then Mr. Garrison is like, or Mr. Mackey's like, "Um, it, it's scientific fact, okay?" And <laughs> and Mrs. Garrison replies like, "I will not do it. I am a woman." So she's forced to teach. The theory of evolution, and it's so hard for me to explain that I'll just let Mrs. Garrison tell you all about evolution. Alright kids, it is now my job to teach you the theory of evolution. Oh boy! Now I for one think that evolution is a bunch of bullcrap, but I've been told I have to teach it anyway. It was thought of by Charles Darwin, and it goes something like this. In the beginning, we were all fish, okay, swimming around in the water. And then one day, a couple of fish had a retard baby, and the retard baby was different, so it got to live. So retard fish goes on to make more retard babies, and then one day, a retard baby fish crawled out of the ocean with its mutant fish hands, and it had butt sex with a squirrel or something and made this retard frog squirrel. And then that had a retard baby, which was a monkey fish frog and then this monkey fish frog had butt sex with that monkey and that monkey had a mutant retard baby that screwed another monkey and that made you so there you go you're the retarded offspring of five monkeys having butt sex with a fish squirrel congratulations I can't take it anymore yep you see I knew that would happen Well, you see, the thing that Mrs. Garrison doesn't know is that Cartman just cannot wait for the Nintendo Wii to come. So, 
Mrs. Garrison has a talk with Principal Victoria, and she's not happy about that. Meanwhile, Carmen is back at the video game store, and the employee's like, you've been walking back and forth 40 times. It's not going to help you get the Nintendo Wii. So his mom comes back and is like, you gotta go to bed. You know, maybe if you sleep, it'll go faster. So Carmen is lying awake at 2.15 in the morning. And he's moving around and he's trying to get to sleep. He's kind of like me when I was a kid on Christmas morning. Just moving my body around, trying to, you know, get to sleep. But you can't because you're so excited because it's Christmas morning. And this all happens in a matter of one minute. So now at 2.16, he goes downstairs, puts TV on, tries to get, you know, try to get it out of his head. And he goes into the kitchen, watches more TV, goes back upstairs. It's 2.18. So he spent two minutes downstairs trying to get the Nintendo Wii off of his mind. So, the next morning, he goes to the guys and he tries to have them freeze him. This is his idea. The only way this is going to work is if he's frozen. Just dig him into the snow for three weeks and bring him back so he can get the Wii. And Kyle, I love Kyle's line. He's like, I hate you but even I would not kill you. So, what's so fascinating about the Nintendo Wii? Well, let's talk about the Nintendo Wii. It did come out in North America on November 19th, 2006, and was actually very successful selling. Uh, it started off here in the United States at $250. And... It did pretty, pretty well. Um, the, the Nintendo Wii, if you've never played it, or, yeah, if you've never played it, basically it's a kind of a, it's like, a, you got these controllers, but instead of, like, the cord being into the system, they're, like, on your wrist. You just put them on your wrist, or you hold them in your hand, and it makes you move around a lot. And they brought so many games onto that and this is the seventh generation for the Nintendo of video games and this is at the time where the PlayStation 3 is out and the Xbox 360 is out so you know it's in very good competition and like I said a lot of people got it um, ultimately, I think it was like a few, I, I don't know the exact number, but it was a few million, uh, you know, consoles that sold on the Nintendo Wii. And what I liked about it was how, because I, I had a friend that had the Nintendo Wii, was how you could play some of the old video games like you like you had to pay for it but still you know you could um play like the older games like mario and other games so as of september 30th 2019 the wii has sold 
101 million consoles worldwide. That is pretty successful, I think. And then um, the next, like the next system they would have is the Nintendo Switch, which my nephew actually um, has, and it's actually really cool. Um, their best-selling games, uh, Pack-In was Wii Sports, had 82 million sales there. And as a standalone, Mario Kart Wii was their best-selling game at 37 million. So, it did really, really, really good business for the Nintendo. You had The thing there is you had to get used to, like, the buttons and how to control it. It, it was a little different, but... Once you got the idea of it, the gist of it, it isn't that bad. So, um, would I have wanted to own it? Probably not. But it was still, you know, a good console to play, you know, like with your friends, you know, uh, at parties and stuff. So, I think it did really good. So, now we go back to Principal Victoria's office, where a student is with her parents, and her parents are Catholic, and they're like, how dare you teach my daughter, you know, evolution, we're, we're Catholic, we don't want them, you know, we don't believe in that, and the daughter's like, but dad, I want to learn everything, and the dad's like, shut up, no you don't, so because of this, the school has to bring in evolutionary biologist Richard Dawkins, that's Dawkins, not Richard Dawson from Family Feud, to teach about evolution. So, on the first go-around, it is not very good. It gets to the point where Mrs. Garrison craps and throws her poop at Dawkins. And it got to the point where Principal Victoria almost throws Mrs. Garrison out of her own class. But Dawkins is like, wait, I like her spirit. She might not like what I'm teaching, but I like her spirit and she needs to be with her kids. So they go outside the office, they have a talk, and they end up deciding to go on a date. And Mrs. Garrison, when she has this, she goes in the hallway and she's like, Yes, I'm going to have a date for the first time since I have a sex operation. Dawkins does not know about the sex operation at all. So, Cartman then goes to Butters' house and asks Butters to go with him. To which, Butters just goes. So, Butters is told by Cartman what to do, and there's a specific spot that he's at on this mountain. He's in between a tree and a boulder. So, that is where he is buried. Cartman does not have a jacket with him. He took it off, gave it to Butters, and now Cartman is going to freeze himself for three weeks in the Colorado mountains. You know, because that's a smart idea. So now we see the date with uh, Richard Dawkins and Mrs. Garrison, and they're having a wonderful time, and 
Dawkins tells Mrs. Garrison that he's an atheist. And, you know, that he doesn't believe in God and, you know, like, they could believe in, like, the flying spaghetti monster as our one true, you know, savior being of the world. And they end up having sex that night, to which Mrs. Garrison is like, Pow, my little monkey, how? It's like, oh, dear God. Okay, well, maybe not, oh, dear God, but like, oh, dear. You know, for those that are atheists. So let's talk about Richard Dawkins. Richard Dawkins is a real person. Uh, he was born on March 26, 1941, in Nairobi, which is in Kenya, and is a is an ethologist, evolutionary biologist, and author. Um, he was the University of Oxford's professor for public understanding of science for 13 years, from 1995 to 2008. So, during this time period, he would uh, still be there. He wrote a book in 1976 called The Selfish Gene, which popularized, popu yeah, popularized the gene-centered view of evolution and introduced the term meme. Not the meme that we've come to use nowadays. With his book, The Extended Phenotype, in 1982, he introduced into evolutionary biology the influential concept that the uh, phenotypic effects of a gene are not necessarily limited to an organism's body, but can stretch far into the environment. Uh, he has gone on to write many, many books uh, in 40-plus years. His most recent book was in 2019, entitled... Outgrowing God, A Beginner's Guide. Uh, Dawkins has been in a bunch of documentary uh, movies and TV shows, and even made a few appearances on Expelled, No Intelligence Allowed, Doctor Who in the episode The Stolen Earth, was in an episode of The Simpsons entitled Black Eyed, Please, where... In the episode, uh, there's a scene where Ned Flanders dreams of hell and Dawkins provides a voice as a demon version of himself and he appears in the 2015 Nightwish album Endless Forms Most Beautiful. Uh, they are a, uh, Nightwish is a Finnish symphonic metal band and he provides the narration on two tracks. Shudder Before the Beautiful, in which he opens the album with one of his own quotes, and The Greatest Show on Earth, inspired by and named after his book, The Greatest Show on Earth, The Evidence of Evolution, and in which he quotes On the Origin of Species, by Charles Darwin. Um, wow, that's actually a symphonic metal band. I might have to check that out. Um, but Dawkins has been married three times... And uh, as of this recording, he is single, so ladies, if you want to hook up with a near 80-year-old man, Richard Dawkins may be your guy. Okay, so now back to Cartman. So we see Cartman. He's frozen in the mountain, and it's only been one night. And all of a sudden, we get an avalanche. And the avalanche takes down the tree, takes down the stone... And he is completely buried alive in snow. 
And because of this, Cartman starts to go forward in time. Not backwards, but forward. Where he ends up in the year 2546. And he's a miracle, basically, because he was frozen for 500 years and is still alive, amazingly. So, while there's that, uh, Mrs. Garrison is in love with Richard Dawkins, and Dawkins continues to teach the theory, or, you know, evolution, and Stan, you know, is like, well, there is God, I mean, he put us here, and this begins the whole argument of, you know, atheism and religion, and Stan gets a dunce hat, which says, I have faith, which is kind of a funny hat there, um... And then that night, they have sex again. And Mrs. Garrison is like, you know, we could do something with this world. And then Dawkins is like, yeah, with my, you know, with my speaking and your balls, we could change the world. Oh boy, wait till he finds out in the next episode. And he wants to see Mrs. Garrison's boobs. And it gives us one of the more... Um, <laughs> one of the more disturbing scenes because there's like one boob how am I going to describe this there's one boob where there's like a little nipple and then there's another boob where the nipple is big I'm just trying to figure out how Richard Dawkins has not figured out about like the breasts I, I don't know so Carmen is told about you know, he, all he wants is the weight. All he wants is the freaking weight. So, you know, they say to him that there is a Wii. It is in a museum in New, New Hampshire. But he has to tell these people about the, the people who created the world that they live in now. Because they are part of a group called the United Atheist League. And just as they're about to tell him who the, you know, who created this, here comes a ship, and it's another group. And this group is the United Atheist Alliance. So now we have this battle, and the UAA beat the UAL, and the UAA take Cartman captive, and they are shown in front, on their ship, in front of the Allied Atheist Allegiance, which is AAA, that they have the boy. And the Allied Atheist Allegiance is a bunch of sea otters. And now we have an upcoming battle between the UAA and the AAA over Cartman, and AAA is about ready to go to war, Excuse me. And that is Go God Go. That is the review of this week's episode. So, where did the idea of this episode come from? Trey and Matt's views on God, religion, and atheism are pretty complex. But their love of video games is pretty straightforward. At the time this episode was created, Trey, like Cartman was much more concerned about the imminent release of the Wii. 
Hence, the show itself is sort of about atheism, but mostly about the super sweet we. Um, how would I rate this, uh, how, how would I, how would I rate this episode? It, it's kind of hard because, you know, the episode has good moments, but it's this whole ideal about evolution and atheism, and those are two topics that I really don't care about. But having the we involved kind of saves the episode to a degree. But I also like the fact that, you know, Richard Dawkins thinks that Mrs. Garrison is a straight-up woman when we all know the truth. So that in itself is kind of funny. Um, for the first part, for Go, God, Go, I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. That's about the fair way to go, I think. Um, I'm not saying it's a terrible episode. It's just, I think you really have to be invested. Not only into the episode, but really study up on, you know, evolution and atheism. You have to really, you know, kind of brush up on that. But this is where we get the idea of Flying Spaghetti Monster, or at least publicly we know what Flying Spaghetti Monster is. Real quick, that idea came from, uh, that is the deity of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, or Pastafarianism. That is a real thing. Uh, Pastafarianism is a combination of pasta and Rastafarianism. It's a social movement that promotes a lighthearted view of religion and opposes the teaching of intelligent design and creationism in public schools. So, yeah. That's a, that's a thing. That's a real thing. Trey Parker and Matt Stone describe the production of this episode and next week's episode as painful mainly because of how it deals with atheism. They spoke about how difficult it is to make such a subject humorous without seeming preachy. For a time, the episode actually did end up feeling preachy because too many ideas and statements were present. To rectify this, large por portions of the episodes that more reflected Parker and Stone's personal opinions were removed and replaced with less serious material. The decision to do an episode with the theme of atheism was finalized by Penn Gillette, yes, of Penn and Teller, who emailed Parker and Stone expressing his disappointment in finding out that they are not atheists themselves. Parker and Stone's religion was questioned in an interview which promoted or prompted Gillette's email. It was assumed that they were atheists, so in the interview they clarified that they were not strictly atheists. While this was happening, Parker was anticipating the release of the Nintendo Wii, so it was decided that this scenario would also be a theme in the episode. At the end of Go God Go, yeah, of Go God Go, Cartman is sent to the future. Parker and Stone loved the idea in part because it presented the opportunity for easy to write material. However, they had essentially forced themselves to create another episode which they partly disliked because it or partially disliked 
because it meant they'd have to write more material that concerns atheism when they felt they had done enough. Several aspects of the two-part episodes pay homage to Buck Rogers in the 25th Century, a science fiction adventure TV series produced by Universal Studios. Richard Dawkins and his book, The God Delusion, is also parodied. Parker and Stone were very pleased with the work of the animation staff in regards to the designs of the scenes in the future, particularly praising them for accomplishing so much in the short amount of time that a South Park episode is produced. Dan Iverson of IGN gave the episode a positive review with a 9 out of 10 writing between the shocking Mrs. Garrison story and the hilarious weed promotion by Cartman, we totally recommend watching this episode. On the week of November 5th, 2006, a poll on Nintendo.com asked, How bad do you want a Wii? The responses were, Bad, way bad, and worse than Cartman. The third choice received 80% of the votes. At Nintendo's 2007 Electronic Entertainment Expo press conference, also known as E3, a clip of the episode where Cartman tells his mother he must have a Wii was included in a montage of clips about the demand for the Wii. Nintendo also sent the South Park staff several free consoles after the episode first aired. Richard Dawkins... Well, actually, hold on. This is the... Let me check real quick if the quote is in next week's... Uh, you know what? I'm going to save Richard Dawkins' reply for next episode. So you'll have to wait to hear what Richard Dawkins' uh, response was about uh, this episode and the next episode. All right, let's go to IMDb, see what they thought of this episode, and 2,300 people uh, rated this episode. The average rating for this is an 8.7 out of 10. 722 people... Oh, my God. Okay, real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to read this, and I'm looking right at a Nintendo Switch ad. <laughs> Talking about the Wii, there's a Nintendo Switch. 722 people gave this episode a 10, 670 people gave it a 9, 493 people gave it an 8, 221 people gave it a 7, that's going to be the rating I give it this week, 52 people gave it a 1. Over 1,600 males voted or rated this episode, the average rating is an 8.6, with the highest demographic being under 18, with an 8.9. With females, the average rating is an 8.3, with their highest demographic being 45 and over. The average rating is an 8.9. So, what did some of the IMDb members think of this episode? Well, let's take a look. We'll start with Not More Movies, who wrote... This is a two-part episode with the central plot being about evolution versus religion, and the subplot about Carmen not being able to wait for a new video game system's release. Garrison is against the teaching of evolution, so the school brings in an evolutionist to teach that part of his class. The evolutionist, impressed with his or her opinionated attitude, excuse me, starts dating Garrison. <clears throat> 
After giving Garrison the most hilariously stupid argument for not believing in religion, Garrison renounces his faith on the spot and launches a plot to eradicate all religion on Earth. Meanwhile, Cartman freezes himself until the game system is released, but an avalanche covers him over, an avalanche which will keep him hidden until, imitating Buck Rogers' narrator voice, 500 years later. The parody to Buck Rogers, for those of us who remember that show, was so perfect I couldn't stop laughing. Carmen arrives in a future where video games don't exist and everyone is an atheist, and now different atheist sects fight each other. Another brilliant ironic twist. Uh, let's go to Pochor. Okay, this is a new one. Pochur wrote, Great episode, definitely one of my favorites. The parody of Buck Rogers actually reminds one of many old sci-fi shows and movies. The whole Cartman plot, Cartman's call calls in the past... Oh, well, hold on. Is this, uh... Actually, okay, I, I'm not going to read that one because that also goes into the next episode. Uh, let's go to Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Go God Go is the first of a two-part episode about Cartman. It is very funny and has a good sci-fi storyline to it. Basically, Cartman wants a Nintendo Wii really bad. However, does not want to wait three weeks for it. So he hatches a plan to get Butters to freeze him until the Wii comes out. An avalanche comes, Butters cannot find Cartman, and Cartman ends up being frozen for the next 500 years. Meanwhile, Mrs. Garrison does not want to teach the evolution or to teach evolution because it goes against her religious beliefs. After botching the lesson plan, the school gets a scientist to teach them. Garrison at first hates him because he is an atheist, but then she falls in love with him, and the scientist turns Garrison into an atheist. We find out that 500 years later, the whole world is atheist. However, there is a war between what to call the atheist religion. This is a funny first part of a great two-part episode. Uh, let's do... Alright, uh, don't get a lot... Oh, God, that's a lot. Uh, I was gonna read that, but not really. Now that I'm looking at it. I'll just read one more from Joe C 73 who wrote, I thought this was a very funny episode. It was so funny how Cartman kept standing outside of the video game store waiting for the Wii to come out. I liked the part when Mrs. Garrison crapped in her hand and then threw it at the guy... That was helping him teach. I was laughing so hard when she did that, it made me spit out my Pepsi that I was drinking. It was so funny when Garrison was having sex with that guy, and the guy says, you have such balls. Hearing that even made me spit out my Pepsi again. I thought it was funny when Carmen froze himself and was unfroze 500 years later. This was a really funny episode. It made me laugh the whole way through. All right. Uh, some of these reviews actually go into the next episode, so I'm not going to read any more reviews today. But in the next episode, I will read a little bit more. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join the Facebook group at Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar and you're right there. If you can't find it, it's okay. I post the link in the description of each and every episode. Next time around, it is the conclusion 
to this two-parter with Go God Go 12. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I am Bill, and I will talk to you all later.